Hey, everybody. How are you? Welcome to the Sharpway Show. So happy to have you here this evening. A little technical glitch there, but we are back in action. I appreciate you guys giving me a few moments of your time here. Yes, 7 p.m. on the East Coast. And there's a specific thing I wanted to bring up. I wasn't going to do the show on this this evening, but something popped up that really made me think I needed to. And that was my governor. I know some of you get tired of me talking about my governor, I know. But the reason why I bring him up so often, so often, is because he is he is the one who pushes more and more aggressively and with more strength and is more corrupt than any other governor right now in America. I mean, Newsom's pretty bad, but I think I got you beat. And why do I say that? Most people know that my governor is responsible or at least accused. How about that? Let me be fair. Everyone deserves some type of due process. And he is in the process of going through his accused of over 10 women uh, by over 10 women of either harassing or assaulting or something being inappropriate with them uh, when he was the governor right now, not like 20 years ago or something like that. Not like that. And in addition, um, sending thousands of people to their deaths in nursing homes, right? We're aware of that, right? We know that's true. So many people thought, oh my God, this guy is in trouble. Like he's in trouble. Your governor, is he going to run again? I hear that. Is he going he gonna to be impeached? I hear that all the time. And every time, if you've heard me, what have I said? No. He's fine. And they go, no, he's not. He's got all these things I see on. No, he's fine. He's still running. And if some outsider doesn't come aboard, don't know who that could be. If some outsider doesn't come aboard, he's winning again. He will win the primary. He will win again. Oh, no, no way. Yeah, let me show you what I mean. Let me just show you what I mean. I think you'll you'll understand when you watch just a couple of minutes of this, you'll get what I'm talking about. And now it's my honor to introduce one of our biggest supporters. He guided New York through the COVID crisis with confidence and determination. He fought for the resources to make sure we could all get vaccinated and our communities could make it through this unimaginable storm. Did you hear? He fought for us. He guided us. And now he's leading us through the reopening. He's leading us through the reopening? Making sure we are safe. Helping us be safe. us to rebuild, renew, and reimagine. Look at that. a film festival. Please welcome my friend, Governor Andrew Cuomo. Now, you might say to yourself, Larry, come on. What's this, like six months ago? This was today. Today. This wasn't six months ago. This wasn't 40 months ago. This wasn't a year ago. This wasn't even a month ago. Today. Today they did that. Today. Look at the confidence. Thank you. Smooching women in public. He doesn't care. Remember the kiss and hugging thing? I kiss and hug. That's what he's in trouble for? Did it right there on camera. Today. What has he learned? Um, Nothing. How beautiful is this? Isn't Look it? at him. Forget the weather. A little warm, but we are together. And there Look are smiles. That. And there are faces. I know some of you want to vomit. Me too. And the worst part about this is that room is not filled with like, you know, average New Yorkers. That room is filled with people who have cash. Who have cash and not a little bit of it. Lots of it. They're in that room right now, clapping for him. Oh, oh yes, that's happening again today. And there is humanity restored. Amen. Look at we that. made it. We made it. We Look at made what he did. it. We made it together. Barbara says he thinks he's untouchable. I guess he is. 
Please put me wrong. Ah, uh, I hope so. Yes. Tommy says, I'm going to pick. Tommy, I owe you a phone call. I'm sorry, brother. I've been crazy busy with some other stuff. I'll, I'll update you. I owe you a call. Absolutely. Yes. I want to rebuild and reimagine New York State with a libertarian and chief named Larry. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Yes. But yes, this is what's happening today. Let's give a big round of applause to the entire Tribeca team who really did a great job. Paula. And he panders immediately. Well done. He walks right in and panders right away. Right away. Oh, oh, you, we, we did it. You, oh, oh, yeah. He left for it. Jane Rosenthal is a force of nature. Look at her. She is not kidding when she said that she would uh, plan uh, movies hanging off the Brooklyn Bridge in the Manhattan. Movies hanging off the Brooklyn Bridge. Hmm. So basically, leasing the Brooklyn Bridge. Rights to the Brooklyn Bridge. Whose idea was that about leasing bridges in New York State? Oh, I remember. Me. That's his now, I guess. She called me up and she said, what's the state's policy regarding movie screens hanging from the Brooklyn Bridge? Now, when I talked about that with most Democrats, particularly those who are harder left Democrats, most of them got angry at me. Oh, my God, how could you do that? I don't want Pepsi or you know IBM being on a bridge. That's terrible. Oh, it's dystopian future. Oh, it's horrible. But he says it. As long as it's Tribeca film, then it's fine. Oh, it's a movie studio? Awesome. Okay, you know what? I'll bite. We don't have to lease the naming rights to Pepsi. We'll release the naming rights to Paramount or Disney. Whatever. We'll do it. Fine. They've got cash so that we can have a tax break for New Yorkers. I'll even do Disney. You win. I have no idea what the state policy is. But she was determined that Tribeca was going on and she was going to find a way. And she she's going to find a Let's way. Let's give her a big round of applause. Let's pander some more. Oh, pander. Let's pander. Because all the who have lots of money and he's like, let me pander because right after this, I'm asking for checks. And I'm not joking. Right after this, him and his people asked for checks. And many of them got checks for five figures. I'm not joking. That actually happened. Many of him, many of those people there gave him checks for five figures. We have Steve Cohen here, who's head of the Empire State Development Corporation, works with the Empire State Development Corporation. Hmm. Who puts people on these corporations? Oh, right. The governor. So he puts Cohen on that. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. So he runs things. The governor. Put, do you think he got a check from Cohen? Yes. Tribeca, Melissa DeRosa, secretary to the governor who works with Tribeca. Let's give them a round of applause. Hand them all. I want me some checks. Come on. To all of you, the judges, the jurors, the masters of the craft, I have. You are masters of the craft. Those are all the people who guess what they what they did. They gave him an Emmy. Do you remember that? They gave him an Emmy last year, and now they're still, they gave him an Emmy last year. Now he's just giving back. He's making sure Tribeca, and you know who he gave back? The place he's in right now is a place called Pier 76. He's talk about that in a second. He gave them this in return, and he gave them this this year. And watch who he screwed over to give them this. I have great respect for you. Uh, I also understand the integrity of the progress. In truth, integrity. I call Jane. The integrity, because he got the Emmy, so integrity. And I said, Jane, you know, I would like to be a judge. Of course you did. In Tribeca. Uh, And Jane said, uh, no. And I said, well, maybe I could just be a juror. I can be on a panel. Do something, right? uh, No. I wrote you a check. I'm an honorary juror, and I vote, but you don't have to count my vote. I'm just an honorary juror. She said, no. I said, why? She said, because you have no expertise whatsoever. In so the who area. does? Wait a minute. So if you have no expertise, then you shouldn't be in charge of something. Hmm. 
Hmm. So maybe if you have no expertise in say small business, you shouldn't be making regulations. Maybe if you have maybe no no expertise in say I don't know epidemiology, maybe you shouldn't be making medical decisions. Maybe. I thought a little What'd harsh, a uh, little frank, a little candid, but true. You are the expert. So give yourselves a round of applause. Oh, look at that pander. For being part of this. Nice. I want you to appreciate. Don't worry at all. Don't think about the people that, I, that I'm responsible for, for killing. See, the problem is those people are all wealthy. So their parents, all the people there who their parents are either passed away already or in very upper scale private nursing homes, not even in New York State. They're in Florida, California, wherever. They're already there. So he didn't kill any of their parents. None of their parents or grandparents were killed. So they're like, yeah, you killed the poor people's parents. Yeah, that's what they, they, they don't care. Where you are today, you are on Pier 76. Oh. You don't know what Pier 76 is because no. Pier 76 did not exist before true. today. As a matter That's of fact, true. later this afternoon, we're actually going to cut the ribbon on this new pier. Yep. This was the New York City tow pound. Yes, it was. This is where, where he's standing right now when you got your car towed. That they'd bring it here in Manhattan. This is where they would bring it. It's West Side. They'd bring it to Manhattan. So if you got your car towed in Manhattan, you would go to this place and pay the fine, which is usually over $100, sometimes two or $300. You pay the fine, and you get your car out. That's how that works. You have to get to here to do it, right? But he got rid of that. He trashed it to make this thing, Pier 76 for Tribeca. So let me ask you. Where do you think the tow pound for Manhattan now is? There isn't one. You now have to go to Queens or Brooklyn or the Bronx to get your car out. So not only do you have to pay the over $100, often over $200 if your car gets towed, but now you got to find your way to another borough to do it. So now take a $30 cab ride or $45 Uber ride to go there to get your car on top of it. You know who doesn't get their car towed? Wealthy multimillionaires because they have drivers who sit in the car. So their cars don't get towed because their driver sits with the car. You think I'm making this up? I say this all the time. If you ever have time, well, now with COVID, who knows if it's still true or not. But prior to the COVID lockdowns, you could walk down Park Avenue, look left or right on any of the streets, and you see a bunch of black cars. What are those black cars? The wealthy people with their drivers sitting in the cars. That's, that's a real thing. So they have their own cars with drivers. Their cars don't get towed. And if their car does get towed, they send their driver to go get it. They don't get it. They don't care. The driver goes and get it, of course. So they don't care. So now in Manhattan, oh, well, who gets punished by that? You know who gets punished? The middle class get punished. And if you happen to be working poor and you happen to have a car in Manhattan, other people don't. But if you do and you're working poor, you can't get your car back. You just, you've just lost your car because you can't afford to get it back. Adrian says, I pay 200 bucks. That's about right. Yep, it's always over 100, often over 200. Yes, that's very common. Absolutely. That's how it works. There's the ultra, also parking lot. Yes, in most of the, the areas that are wealthy, you pay for a parking spot. You rent it like you rent an apartment or you rent it like you rent a house. You rent a parking spot. For those of you who don't know New York City, that's surprisingly common, right? You can rent a parking spot and you pay a monthly or yearly fee to your place to park. If you do that, you pull your car to the parking garage. Have you ever noticed sometimes if you, any of you ever come to New York City or seen uh, uh, movies or TV shows about New York City, the parking garage will be full. Why is it full? Because over half the garage is people who rent monthly, monthly rentals. And then the tourists come in and get whatever's left because the monthly rentals make all their money. I know, sounds sounds crazy, but that's how it works here. Yes. Michael says, giving the government money and power is like giving car keys to a sports car and a bottle of whiskey to teenagers. Yeah, that, that's true. Yes. Um, Mr. Anti-Ant says, Cuomo's just sickening. I really hope Zeldin can win next year. Do you think it's realistic? No chance at all. And I'm sorry, you New York Republicans, I know you think Zeldin can win. He cannot win. It is impossible. Um, Zeldin was Trump's lawyer. I can tell you already what's going to happen. The people, many Republicans in New York State like Trump. That's true. 
The problem is most of those people are leaving New York State in droves. There aren't enough Republicans who like Trump to vote a guy like Zeldin in. There aren't enough of them. It just, they don't exist. They've left already in the hundreds of thousands. So there aren't enough people. Zeldin was Trump's lawyer. Cuomo was absolutely, Cuomo blames Trump for everything. Doesn't matter what it is. So Cuomo is going to link Zeldin directly to Trump. He's basically going to call Zeldin Trump and he's going to blame everything on Trump. He blames COVID on Trump. He blames the economy on Trump. It's all about Trump. And most New Yorkers are going to believe it. Zeldin is too closely tied to Trump. No chance of victory. I'm sorry. No chance. Just being honest here. Yes. So David says, just remember that five-figure check was divided between the Cuomo Rex campaign, the DNC, the DCC, the DSCC, New York Party, et cetera. I don't know. He's selfish. He might take a bunch of that for himself is what I'm saying. He just might. This was where you came when your car got towed. That's true. It was a metal shed. Yes. That's what it was. It was a metal shed. I know none of you got your car towed. That's okay. It- That's true. He says it flipping like a joke because it's true. None of them have. None of them have had their car towed. That's true. It was a metal shed where basically cars... That's why they don't know what this is. Do you get it? This area here is in Tribeca. It's the Tribeca Film Festival, as you don't know. Tribeca is a very wealthy part of New York City. For those of you who live in New York City, you know this already. Tribeca stands for the Triangle be- Triangle Below Canal. It's Canal Street plus West Side Highway or West Street and Broadway. And it makes it kind of like a triangle. And that's what Tribeca is. It's right above uh, where the, the, twin to- the Twin Towers were and now um, the Freedom Tower is. Right, it, it's right north of that. Very wealthy. The average in New York City, for those of you who don't know, again, New York City, the average home price is $700,000. The average home price in Queens, where I live, is about a, in that area, 900000 800000 Manhattan, it's about a million dollars to the average. In Tribeca, the average, over $3 million. The average home price in Tribeca, over $3 million. The average. So the chumps, a $2 million house, Tribeca. Oh, $2 million? Peasant. That's Tribeca. That's where he is now, right? He's right by Tribeca, right? The pier's out there now. That's what I told you. you, you, you uh, those people, Tribeca Film Festival, right? But he got rid of all those, you know, cars from poor people. And now this is here. Cars were parked, and it was that for 23 years. And none of them knew that. 23 years ago. The Hudson River was being redone, and we set up the Hudson River Park Trust. And 23 years ago, New York City signed an agreement that said they would make their best efforts to move the tow pound as soon as possible. They're trying to move it. 23 years. Yep. But as part of our lesson of COVID. Oh, COVID did it. Seize the day. Seize the moment. Seize that moment. Do that. Make things happen. See how he's doing? After 23 years. The toe pound is gone. This is going to be a beautiful public space Look on at that. the Hudson, looking into the river, one of the most beautiful views. And people. Look at that. He's making that happen for COVID. He's only been governor for 11 years, but he'll do it now because, man, is he in trouble. So he'll just do this instead. Well done. This is a real estate in New York City restored to the public. And we're going to do that today. And you're the first ones who are on the poor pier. So Look thank all the people that made that oh, happen. Oh, you. Oh, you rich people. Thank you. Yes. I also want us to remember today that we celebrate Tribeca's 20th anniversary. And we celebrate that. 20 years of what has become an institution. And what look, I'm not mad at all that he's a politician who panders. I mean, they pander. I get it. If I go to an event... I often say something nice about the event too. I do also. But there's a level of respect and then there's a le- level of pandering. Should you say something nice about the people who invited you? Yes, that's respectful, right? So if someone brings me, you thank them, must have been nice about their organization or something. It's normal. It's respectful. Anybody should do it, particularly politicians. But this is just pander, pander, pander. Wow, my great. 
And but he keeps going. But passes one piece. He then moves on to a more important piece. Remember where Tribeca was conceived and why it was conceived. After 20 years, it's hard mm-hmm. to remember conception. 20 years. What happened 20 years ago? 9-11, right? This is all, he's going to bring back 9-11. You're going to say, well, why would you bring back 9-11? Well, several reasons. One, because Tribeca was right next to it. So a lot of people who live in Tribeca felt it directly, right? Tribeca is walking distance from the financial district, right? So you could just walk right to it. So that's one reason. But second, we recovered from 9-11. Now we'll recover from COVID because I guess COVID is 9-11. But Tribeca was conceived post 9-11. There we go. That's why Tribeca was started. 100%. Because after 9-11, the entire city was depressed and distressed. Yes. And you know who did that? Bad guys from Saudi Arabia did that. It was a target, an yep. international target. And people. And remember, whenever you want to say something and make serious, you got to do that. Ah, it was an international target. You do that voice, and that shows that it's real. Watch. It makes it stronger when you do it. An international target. See? And people believed it was damning for the future of New York. No, they didn't. And it was damning for the future of downtown. Nobody wanted to go downtown because, God forbid, that's the memory. God forbid. The funny thing is people rushed downtown. Uh, Right after 9-11, initially we couldn't do anything because they locked us out. They physically locked us out. You couldn't go south of Canal Street. You just, you couldn't. They physically, the cops would stop you. You could not go. They locked us out, so we couldn't go. But then once they opened us up, most people like myself, we went out of our way. I was at uh, my office is uh, up, I guess, more like Midtown East, 57th and Park. So I literally would, for my lunch hour, my lunch time, I would actually take the subway straight down to Wall Street and eat some, uh, somewhere off of Wall Street. I would spend my money downtown instead of locally where I was in my area. Why? I was trying to put more money downtown. Lots of New Yorkers did it. Lots of it. In fact, if you remember, my wife was a big fan of Sex in the City. And I remember um, one of the episodes we were watching. I don't remember the show very well, but this part stuck with me because it was actually happening. They had a show about it where the stars, it was three or four, four of them, the four stars were talking about, let's go downtown and spend some money. They actually brought it. I still remember it because I would do the same thing. Many of my friends, and if you are a New Yorker, you remember people were actively going downtown to spend money because they were so battered at that time. It was a common thing that it was even on an HBO TV show. That might be a place of attack. And Tribeca said, we are more resilient than that. We have more strength than that. You're not going to put New York down. Yes, you can knock us down, but we're going to get back up and we're going to get back up. So together. you're going to get us up now? That's what formed Tribeca. Okay, that's, uh, it sounds good, I guess, but no, that's just not true. Um, Service, so I dislike this guy so much. Yes, absolutely. Yes, 100%. It is, it's bad. We are enabling a bully. Oh, Bridget, well done. You are absolutely right. And this is the bad part. I want everyone to remember something. This wasn't last year. What you're watching happened today. They already know that he sent thousands of people to their deaths in nursing homes. They know this. They already know that he's accused by at least 10 women of either harassing or assaulting them while he was governor, while he was in a position of authority and power, and sometimes while he was married on top of it. Now, some, if you have an open marriage, whatever. He, he didn't even have an open marriage because that's why he's divorced now. No, no ring on his finger. So he's divorced. So there's no, he had no open marriage. There was no agreement between him and his wife that he can go off and do other th- stuff. That wasn't happening. So indeed, he was both married and in the position of power. That's a double negative. Now, again, if he wasn't married, position of power was still bad. I'm just adding on top of it that you're married and not in an open relationship. You know, that's it. Dustin says, crowd sounds like it was bought and paid for. Um, Maybe the reverse. They might have bought him. (laughs) I'm not sure. They might have bought him. So I'm not even sure. Yes. So. 
It was that catalyst, that galvanizing of human spirit post 9-11. And then it went on for 20 years. Yep, post 9-11. The post-COVID moment. Bingo, there's where he goes. And look, I know I hate this guy as much as you do. But man, I just got to respect the craft. People ask me why I thought he was still fine. Because he is ruthless, because he is savvy, because he is hardcore, because he's all about power. He does not give a damn. And he will turn his errors and mistakes into him saving the state like 9-11. And you just saw him do it. This is what he does all the time. You see how I go through these things and I explain to you what he's doing, how he's doing it? This is his thing. He does it constantly. Is much like the post 9-11 Of course it is. Yeah, when you think about it. If if you just, if you think about it and just forget the fact that 9-11 was done by a bunch of terrorists from Saudi Arabia and COVID was done by you, if you just don't think about that part, then yeah, it's the same. It hit New York. Yeah. And it hit New York hard. Yeah. It knocked New York right on its tuchus, as we would say in Italian. And a lot of people pointed their finger at New York. They pointed their finger at New York. No, no. They pointed their finger at you. It wasn't New York. It was you they pointed their finger at. And they probably should have. I pointed it at you, too. I'm still pointing it at you. I haven't stopped. I'm still pointing it at you. Absolutely. They did. They pointed it at you. Because COVID hit hard. Like, we had no idea what was happening. We were totally, we had no clue, even though I had a plan in March. But fine, you had no clue. A lot of people left New York. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Do you see? There's the other thing I love. A lot of people left New York, you know, because of COVID. Prior to COVID, New York State lost 1.5 million people before COVID. Before COVID. Not after. After we lost another million. Yeah. So, you know, these people left because of COVID. New York State was perfect run by me until COVID hit. Oh, you know, Trump who gave us COVID, right? You know, hi, Trump. Hate him, right? Yeah, that's it. New York was isolated. Isolated. A lot of people said it was those people in New York, just almost as if we had something to do. Okay, no. How can you say New York was isolated? When literally you were the one who were banning people, right? How can you say New York was isolated when we were still bringing people in from the airports, the new airports you've been building? What are you talking about? We're going as if you, that the, this is completely just made up. This is completely fabricated. There is zero evidence what he's saying. He's just decided a narrative. And if he says it enough, he hopes you'll believe it. With the cause of the COVID infection. No one called it the New York COVID. No one said that. You literally just made that up. Ignorant. Ignorant. That's what it divisive. is. Divisive. Not you, though. You're not divisive. It's those other people out there. But that was the tone last year. That was the and tone. Many people blamed New York for New York's own demise with the COVID. No. No, 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 my friend. No, my, 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 my queen's homeboy. No, they blamed you. People blamed you. See, I love how it's New York. Oh, then again, he is the state. So I guess theoretically using the royal we, his majesty is the state. So I guess he's not technically lying if he believes that he is the the God King. Uh, Infection right now. Ignorant, because as Scott Burns will tell you, oh, he'll tell we me? had nothing to do with the fact that COVID came here. Nothing. China, China, I'm... China. Yeah, the virus may have started in China, but the virus... Oh, wait a minute. Now it's okay? It might have started in China? Okay. I'll, okay. I'll, look, well, look. Better late than never. I'll give them that. Okay, look, I'm going to try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Better late than never. Oh, but did he just say maybe? virus went to Europe. He went to and Europe. Nobody knew. Nobody knew it was in Europe. Oh, nobody knew it was in Europe. Okay. Nobody knew. Okay. The Europeans didn't know. Nobody knew. Okay. Didn't we have like a London or UK? It's fine. Nobody knew. Who 
could know. With all the great federal expertise and all the... Oh, all the great federal government. That's how we blame Trump. Okay, we got that. Now we get it. With all the federal this and that. Okay. All right. Now he's back in his normal way. I feel better. I thought for a minute I was going to have to give him some respect, but I don't. Okay. He's right back to... It's Trump's fault. See what all that Trump people doing dumb stuff. Okay. Alphabet soup of agencies. Nobody knew. It went Nobody. from China to Europe, and the flights were coming from Europe to New York. But I thought we were isolated. From Italy, from Spain, from France, and they were bringing COVID here those for people. months before we knew. It was those and people. We had the highest COVID rate on the globe. That's what it was. I thought it was China's fault. Then I thought it was Trump's fault, but now I know it's the Italians and the Spanish people's fault. Man, we will blame everybody but you, won't we? Everybody. That was the Italians. They did it. You Italians. Spanish people giving us COVID. On the globe. On the globe. And the lights on Broadway went dark. The lights on Broadway just went dark. Magically. Or, Or... Did you shut them down because you were incompetent? And the music in the garden stopped. Stopped. COVID stops music. COVID shuts down stuff. COVID is, that's the European, that's the Italian COVID. That one, like, comes in and shuts doors and stuff. Stops people from music. Stuffs up tubas. That's what that one does. That's that's hardcore. That's the Spanish COVID. That'll block up a tuba. It's amazing. And the sounds of sirens became the sound of the city oh. and it no no the sound of the sirens are now the sign of, of the sound of the city because of our crime rate that you created so i appreciate the concept but it's not true the sound of sirens is the sound of the city now today i hear it in my neighborhood in queens because you made the crime rate so bad so i you're kind of right i'll give you whatever I, I can give you whatever little bit i'll try so I'll see if I can. Was desperate. Desperate. But you know what desperate New Yorkers did? What we do, tell me. New Yorkers came together. Is that what we did? And New Yorkers rose up. Or did you lock us into our homes and force us to not go to work? I mean, it could be what you said. Possible that we got together and maybe, or it could be that you locked us in our homes and we couldn't go out anymore, except to go protest. That we could do. Except the protest. You locked us in our homes and we couldn't go out. I think that's what you did. I was here for it. I think I remember being called uh, non-essential. I think I remember that. But I, I made them off. And New Yorkers said, we will make it work. We will get past ourselves and our fears. We're still not doing that. We're still not in school. We're still not at work. We still have half a million people in New York City who haven't come back yet. I feel like you're making this up too. I mean, you make a lot of stuff up. This one, too, I think you're just making up. I don't know if you have any data to back this up. Probably none. And from that desperation came a spirit of community that I have. Look at what you gave us. I never forget the movie Conan the Barbarian. Yes, I'm talking the 80s movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and James Earl Jones. And for those of you who don't know that movie, at one point, Conan gets captured by the bad guy, Thulsa Doom who's played by James Earl Jones, and he gets tortured and beaten up. And while while Thulsa Doom's goons are beating up Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger yells at him, you killed my mother, you killed my father, you killed my people. And Thulsa Doom says, ah, in my youth, I probably did those things. I don't remember. So many people that I've killed, that kind of thing. He's a bad guy speech, right? So then Conan's like, I'm so mad. And then Thulsa Doom looks at him and goes, what a waste. Look at what I gave you. Right? I gave you all that anger, all that power by killing your family. <sighs> and this is how you repay me. That's what he says. This guy's literally false doom from that movie. I locked you away and I took away your jobs and I crushed your businesses. I destroyed your hope. I broke your families. And you know what you got from that? This powerful feeling. I brought you all together. See? What a generous God I am. That's what he literally just said. And I'll play it back and get you the guy didn't say that. And from that desperation came a spirit of community that I haven't seen in my lifetime as a native New Yorker. 
You are a generous and God. People were there one for the other. Yeah. And that's what the mask is. Except for when we were shooting each other, as in just in the last seven days in New York City, we've shot to death a 10-year-old and a 15-year-old. With the exception of the shooting each other in broad daylight, right? If you just take that part away of a give or take, you know, 60 to 70% increase in crime, right? With that exception and over like 100% increase in, in, in subway transit crime, taking away that, I mean... You're right. If you just if you just don't count all the horrible crime that we've had and have, then yes. People were there one for the other. See that? And that's what the mask is all about. Yes. I wear a mask for you. You wear a mask for me. See that? The mask has to stay. And at least he's clean on this one. He's like coming totally clean. He's pulled his mask off. See, the mask is virtue signaling. The mask is all about you knowing that we're on the same team. The mask is all about you obeying me. You enforce the king's will. You wear the mask. It's because you want to enforce the king's will. Now I know you are a loyal subject. That's what it's about. Why would the mask still exist if, if everyone can get now vaccinated? I wear a mask because I care about you. You love me. You do. I feel and it. And you wear a mask because you care about me. Well, I'm not going to go and there. And we did it. Because if you know what it's all about, it doesn't matter that businesses are crushed or that people are leaving or that families are destroyed. You know what matters? We all wore a mask. What else do you need? That's what I'm saying. What else do you need? Rebecca, why are you asking for more? Aren't we wearing masks? What else do you need? Nothing. Let me grab a couple of comments. You guys are going here. I'm sorry. Ryan says, we made it. We made it. We made it almost to the end of the middle class together. Yes. He's with the wealthy people now going, we've almost crushed all of them. They're almost all beneath our boot. Almost there. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, John said, this is exactly why we should vote against candidates that line up with the people with the most cash. Yeah, see that? Until I have the most cash, then I'll make a blatant exception to that one. I'm teasing. I'm never the most cash. Um, Sean says, hey, Sean, how you doing? I'm less concerned over his lies than Mogus over those that blind support him still. Ooh, very, you know what, Sean, you are 100% correct. As I tease him, you're right. We know who he is. He has shown us who he, who he is for the past 10 years. Yet so many people still stand behind him. And I called him a bully back in 2017. I said what a bad person he was back in 2018. And you know what? Everything I said come to pass. Now we have the actual data on what a bad person he is. Now we see it. And do you think all of a sudden people are running away from him? No. You're right. There are people who are still behind him. To Michael's point here, he says, politics is so tribal, it's disgusting. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Sandra says, officials aren't elected, they are selected. Sadly, that's true. Yes. Uh, Torrance says, open up leasing to anyone who wants the advertising. Yeah, but you can't, Torrance. It's only his people. And my point was, anybody who wants to pay the cash, pay it. Let's start giving New York people a break on taxes. Let's start giving New York toll, uh, toll people paying tolls, people who are driving cars and not who have drivers, right? Let's start giving them a break. How about that? Uh, Hoodie says, we, we could have had and should have had Larry. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Yes. Sam says, rules for thee, but not for me. 100%. The party of the working class and their cronyism in full swing. Sad that 70% of New Yorkers don't see See it or turn a blind, blind eye. Shameful. Sam, I think most turn a blind eye. That's what I think. Because usually when I hear people talk about him, they just make it up an excuse. They just make an excuse. They just go, well, it's cause, or well, it doesn't matter, or, or the worst one, well, Republicans are worse. That's the worst one of it all. That's the worst of all the answers. Republicans are worse. Yes. Ed says, Cuomo's basically a corporatist crook as we know what. Yes. You know, people say, well, he's a Democrat. You know, yes, he has that title Democrat. He has accepted the moniker of Democrat. But in reality, he's a Cuomoist. He would be whatever party he could take to be in power. He'd be a Republican tomorrow, Libertarian, Conservative, Green. He'd be whatever party would take him to be in power. All he cares about is being in control. He, he, the, the label is whatever works. And it happens to be Democrat in this state. If he was in any other state, he'd be in whatever party would get him to the top. That's where he'd be. That's that's how it works. So, yes. 
All right. So let me see if I can keep grabbing a couple more. Yeah. Joe says, yeah, we came together unless you were Chinese looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then you get laid out. Yes. What a shame. I agree. Yes. 100%. Um, heavy metal pedal, a friend in Kings, New York area, just moved to Tennessee yesterday. Bingo. This is my problem. They're leaving. He and his wife worked hard for over a year to escape the totalitarian regime. They were so excited leaving in a U-Haul truck. Yes. All over the place. I see it constantly. Yes. Terrible. So let's see here. Um, did Cuomo get surgery to make himself look more like Chris or is it just the advice his brother's giving him on dodging sexual harassment charges with a few hair and makeup tips? It's hair and makeup. But yeah, you heard about that too. Chris Cuomo was tell- was uh was it taped? Maybe it was recorded, right? Talking about how he's giving him tips on on how to avoid the charge, how to get, how to get over on the charges. Yeah. Tom says, "Here we go. Orange man bad. Yep. This a hole killed fifteen thousand elderly people and knew. Yes, but but orange man bad. Yeah, all Trump's fault. So, no, but if you remember what he said, I, I showed it the last time I did this. He actually blamed. Not himself. He blamed the staff in the nursing homes for it. Yes. Europeans, I guess now, Italians and Spanish people brought the COVID to, to New York. And then the COVID went into, an, into I guess, instruments and clogged tubas and stuff. So we couldn't play music anymore. And, and then the evil people who work at nursing homes, because, you know, nursing homes full of evil people. They came in and purposely gave people COVID and killed them. That is literally his story that he said more than once. Yeah. Rebecca says people knew of it in December 2019. Uh, yes. 100% true. Yes. Absolutely true. 100%. It is crazy how, how bad that is. Joe says what we all had to go to Chinatown to help remember that when the flights were banned. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's right. Yes. That's right. David says, wait, I thought it was racist to say it came from mainland China. I used to be, but now it's okay, right? It used to be, right? So, but now that the mainstream media has said it, it might've come from the, the Chinese lab, now it's okay. And now Trump, you know, is kind of away, so it's fine now. What, what matters is you got to say whatever Trump doesn't say. That's the rule, David. Whatever Trump says, you say the opposite. If Trump says the, the sky is blue, it's green. That's how that works. Or maybe yellow. It's, it's definitely not blue. That's what it's not is blue because Trump said it's blue. That's how that works. So, yes. Joe says, Cuomo, the libertarian line. Oh, my God. Imagine that. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. David says, translation, not wearing the mask is treason. <laughs> Kinda. Yes. Gregory says, he locked us up. Now it's our turn to lock him up. Ooh, I locked the, I like that. Criminal Cuomo. That's a good one. Yes. Okay. Larry shares a love of Conan with me. Yes. Respect gone up a whole nother level. I appreciate that. Yes. Uh, one of my, one of, one of my shows many years ago when I used to do a, another internet show, I used to start it with the opening. Um, what is best in life? You know, the quote that I'm talking about, Tom, that also comes from that movie. So I used to do that also. That's very good. Let me grab a couple more of these. New York went from the highest COVID yeah. infection rate on the globe. Yeah. To today, yeah, what happened? Where New York State has the lowest positivity. Look at that. Any state in the United States of America. That's because all that matters is COVID. And the reason why all that matters is COVID is because the people he's talking to are very wealthy and they weren't affected by it at all. Most of them actually left New York City once things got bad. And if you live in New York City, you know that they packed up and left. Literally a million of them got up and just walked away and said, I'm going to Florida where it's open or I'm going to Texas or I'm leaving the country and going to Spain or wherever they thought was the cool place to go. Singapore, they went up and left and that and let the regular people sit here and, and, and be punished. Now that the, the positivity is down and they've got the vaccines, whatever case may be, they all come back and now want to enjoy the city. And he's opening it up for them. Isn't that great that he's servicing his constituents? The party of the working class. Isn't that right? That's what we did. So, my friends, tell me, never underestimate okay. what the power and of unity and unity. the power of community and unity. Now, here's how he defines unity. Everybody doing what I say. I'm not joking. That's literally how he, d- he defines unity. Everybody doing what I say 
is unity. Unity and the power of community and the power of love. Now, he dares then say power of community. Whose plan was supposed to be put in place in March of last year that would actually have spurred community? Ah, that was mine. What was his plan? Lock everything down, do as I say. There was no community in his plan. There was no love in his plan. This is stuff he just makes up. Can do. Love can do. We've never really tried that proposition in this nation. Never tried. One the person vision is easier. It's true. Anger is easier. Hatred is easier. Huh. But love, love is more powerful. Because this was about love. As he was literally locking people up, stopping people from going to church, literally finding people out of business, telling people they can't leave their home, sending elderly people to their death. It's love. I sent your grandma to her death with love. You got to ask that. Uh, that makes it better, right? With love. I did that. And I shut your business down with love. And that's all that matters. Man, I feel the love. And that's what brought, brought New York through this storm. We're not through the storm. We're a disaster. Was love. love. Tribeca Tell celebrates Tribeca. that spirit today. Just as the, they did bring everyone together post 9-11, they bring everyone together okay. post-COVID. Well, I mean, he has some loving going on, I guess is true. This Maybe. is the reopening of New York. Oh. We are back. We have announced that we are going to hit 70% Uh-oh. vaccination rate. We're going to hit it early. We're going to Look. relax virtually all of the rest- Virtually all. So I want to be clear. We're going to get 70% vaccination rate. So 70% of New Yorkers enforce the King's will. Okay. Good for you. I'm happy. Awesome. Well done. And now you get most of your privileges back. Not all of them, because you don't have rights. What you have is privileges that his majesty will give back if you just do as he says. So if you do the 70%, then you'll get most of your privileges back. Not all. Don't be greedy. I mean, he's a generous God, but he's, you know. Restrictions. Today, we are at 69.1%. So we're not nine-tenths of a percent yep. away from You getting your privileges back. Liberation. And by the time- but liberation from whom? I would ask that question. Liberation from whom? Who is the despot that has locked us up? Who is the dictator that has ensured that we can't leave our homes? Who has told us what the dress code is? Who has created rules on how much money we can make? Who has shut down business? Who is this evil ruler that you are liberating us from? Oh, it's you. That's right. You are liberating us from you. This is awesome. This is, if they were, if they were, if someone was to write a description with examples of Stockholm Syndrome, it would be this example because it's so perfect. I'm Tribeca is over. We're going to be there. And it is fitting that as Tribeca led us through 9-11, Tribeca Tribeca has beckoned us through COVID. I got to tell you, I was sitting in my home being locked away, not being able to work. You know what I was thinking? Oh, my God. Tribeca is beckoning me. I know you were, too. Rebecca's upstate. She's like, you know what was beckoning me? Tribeca. I think, yeah. I know Andrew was too. Andrew's also upstate, but he was like, you know what's beckoning me? Tribeca. It's beckoning me right now. I feel beckoned. And I feel beckoned by Tribeca. I do. Yeah, he just made that up. I don't know. I mean, this is pandering at a level that is just, this is like whole another level of pandering. I want to present two awards. Now he, now he goes, wait a minute. You thought I was going to pander. You thought that was pandering. Let me teach you what pandering is about. I brought with me two state awards. I'm not joking. He brought with him two state awards. Your tax dollars, you New Yorkers, you paid for these. Two state awards that he's giving out. 
Because he can? One to Jane Rosenthal and one to Robert De Niro because... Robert De Niro, the man who literally went on stage and yelled, F Trump. Remember that guy? The guy who did a full minute on how horrible Trump was, calling him a pig and all that kind of good stuff. Because if you can get someone else to attack Trump and call him bad and blame him for everything, win-win. The greatest journey starts with a single step. Okay. To get through what we got through. Yeah. Requires a combination of determination, skill, okay. ability. And- you made us stay home and watch Netflix. It didn't require any of those things. It just required a Netflix passcode, which you probably got from your friend, and, I don't know, laptop. It didn't require any of that. And leadership. A leadership. leadership. Oh, he was leading. So De Niro was leading us, and Rosenthal was leading us. All right, Dan, I like that. I, I was beckoned by Tribeca and led by De Niro. I don't remember being led by De Niro, but, I mean, maybe it's me. What was he leading? Somebody who stands up and somebody who believes and somebody says, I'm going to plot a different course. Plot that different is course. Robert De Niro. He represents. Okay, Robert De Niro plotted a different course for New York. The guy's an actor. A good actor. Don't get me wrong. De Niro, great actor. That's true. Great actor. I want to give him his props. He is good at his craft. I don't remember him leading me out of the darkness. I don't remember that part. I mean, did I watch The Irishman? I mean, parts of it, it was just too damn long. But I guess, yeah, that didn't lead me out of darkness. So that, that basically kept my attention for about an hour and 40 minutes or so before I said it's too much. But that's about it. I don't remember him leading me out of stuff. Or even Rosendahl. I don't remember her leading us anywhere. I remember them leaving the city while we sat here and struggled and now coming back that it's open and taking advantage of Pier 76 where you literally got rid of a, a, tow, a tow garage that was helping Manhattanites and now makes them travel across the bridge to get their car back. That's what I see. The best of New York. That's the New talent, York. the strength, the resilience. Joe, you don't mean nothing in Staten Island. Me and Queens, garbage. You know what we need to be like? Rosenthal and De Niro, that's New York right there. The backbone, the values. The backbone. They were staying right in their second homes in Florida and Vegas. Man, they were. The backbone when they flew away to their third home. Man, that's determination. They they had a different path. Yeah, one that was not in New York as they were on their fourth home or went to Europe. Yeah, you're right. The I guess. principles, the outspokenness. Principles. The principles of telling the president to F himself. Yeah. Amazing principles. That is Robert De Niro. He there is New York tough. New York And tough. Robert De Niro and Jane Rosenthal. Are th- and I will, and I'm trying to remember, do you guys remember who was part of the presentation speech when he got his Emmy? Robert De Niro. Yeah. I'll show you that in a second. Yeah, Robert De Niro. Do you know when Robert De Niro was on um, was on Colbert's show? Robert De Niro said he wanted to play Cuomo in a movie? Yeah. This isn't a quid pro quo at all that he... No. Dynamic doing an unbeatable team. Unbeatable team. Thank Them you, two. And God bless all of you. Now, you might say, Larry, is De Niro actually there? Of course he's there. This is a room full of wealthy people to include De Niro. Yes, he's literally in the room with them. Yes. Jane, if you would come up and claim these very heavy state awards. State awards. He says it. State awards. Or I will bring them to you. Whatever you want, Jane. Yes, whatever you want, because you guys write me $40,000 checks whenever I ask. So, yeah, and I'm not joking when I say $40,000 checks. What they do is they have them and their spouse both write checks. The maximum you can take every four years is $44,000 plus an additional seven. So in New York State, you can actually get set, you can get $51,000 per year if you want to per individual. Well, if they're married, they both give two. So you can get $102,000 per person. All those people in that room, they're giving $102,000 every every four years to him. 
Yeah. You can see why he has over $12 million already in his war chest. Already. Over $12 million or in his war chest already. You can see why. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Robert De Niro and Jane Rosenthal. Brings him up. Now we can get a little shot. Look at me. De Niro and him hugging. All good. There we go. Give him a hug. Hugging people. Now, we don't have to watch anymore. You guys get it. He does all the all his stuff. That's kind of how that works. You guys get that. But that's what that was today. I just want you to understand that was today. After all the things he's done, all the stuff he's been through, that was today. Oh my God. Dixie says, well, with 10 sexual harassment victims, I'd say he is an expert on love. It's a valid point. I mean, there's some love going on. I'm not sure those victims would think that, but I'm sure he is there. Yes. Paula says he loves his subordinates, especially those who are around 23. Yes. And by the way, you hear he likes you to wear pumps also. He prefers 23-year-old women who wear pumps. Literally, he said that. So, yeah. So, you got to be wearing pumps, Paula, so I'm saying. twenty Around 23 and wearing pumps, and he loves you. That's true. Yes. Sam said, I guess we don't need that pesky tyranny word anymore because now we can just use unity. Oh, it's so good. It's code word. Sam, code word. Very good. Absolutely. Um, David, I, if I lived in New York, hatred for Como would be easy. Very true. Yes. Joe says, what happens when the numbers spike in October or by then we won't be caring about numbers? Um, only if he can use it to his advantage. That's the issue. Right. So and if you can blame somebody, right, that's that's the critical piece. Can he blame someone? Remember, this is all a narrative for him. The actual facts don't matter. It's the story that matters. Right. That's the most important thing, Joe. If he can make the story work, then it works. Sam says 443 days to flatten the curve. That's all it took. I don't know why you're being all, you know. So, yeah, he he said two weeks. He, what he meant was the last two weeks of June. That's what he meant. You didn't understand him, Sam. That's the problem. Yes. David said it would be easy to run as a Democrat. You don't have to believe in anything. Just to make people think the other guy's evil and suggest you'll do something. But actually promising you will. Good point. I think that's that's sadly common. That is, that that is yeah, common. Iman says Cuomo is sounding like a communist from Gladiator. Yes. I call it love. The people are my children. I am their father. Oh, yes. He is our Lord and master. It's true. Yes. Paula says, I'm in Ohio, and I was beckoned by Tribeca and his $12 million loft. And that's a thing. Paula is correct. A $12 million loft is a thing in Tribeca. I said the average is $3 million. That's the average. There's apartments that are far more than that in Tribeca. Yes, far more than that. Paula was beckoned. So was I. We were all beckoned by Tribeca. Doesn't matter where it is. Yes. Larry, uh, Joe says, Larry, you should see if the working family party wants to cross endorse you, that you can kick his ass in the primary. That'd be interesting. I, I wonder if that would be a possible primary. Interesting thought process, Joe. I will actually consider that. Yes. Yes. John says, Larry, you can win this next cover election. We need you. Even all of us that don't live in New York County. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. Yes. Joe, De Niro, the guy who made billions and applied for a, a PPL loan and complained he didn't get enough. Is that true? Wow, I didn't even know that. I God, I hope that's not true. Uh, 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 Joe says, De Niro for governor. Joe, you about to get banned. I know you're playing. I'm totally teasing you. Yes, absolutely. I'm totally teasing you. Yes. De Niro for taxi driver. See? Okay. Yes. Yes, now we're, you're back in my good graces, Joe. Well done. You're back in my good graces. That is exactly the right answer. Yes, 100%. Rebecca says he's given the award to De Niro because he's earned the most money. That's it. No doubt. No doubt. That was absolutely, 100%, absolutely part of the deal. There's no doubt. Let me, this is a quick piece I'll show you real fast. This is when he got his Emmy. Some of you are going to want to vomit, but it, it'll be fast. Just so you'll see my point. It will be quick. It is now my distinct pleasure to present the 2020 International Emmy Founders Award to Governor Andrew Cuomo. 
with and Andrew on your much deserved Founders Award. There we Governor go. Andrew Cuomo. You they all loved him. That was the Nero right there, talking about how much he loved him, how great it is. And they always, Billy Joel was in it. Uh, Spike Lee was in it. Ben Stiller was in it. Rosie Perez was in it. Oh, they just loved, loved, loved him. And here comes Nero again. New York, tough, smart, disciplined, united, and loving. Thank you. See that? Stay safe. Thank you. Wear a mask. I want to say congratulations. Look at that. They love him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Went crazy over him. Do you think any of them recanted? Any of them go, oh, just kidding? Oh, I've changed my mind? No. No. Not one of them went, well, now that I know, I've changed. And don't get me wrong. You could have been fooled. If you weren't paying attention and you just watched his initial stuff on TV and you were scared or worried, I definitely could see somebody falling for it. Cuomo's good at what he does. So I wouldn't be mad if all of a sudden, you know, you thought that. I'm okay with that. But now once it comes out, at one point, don't you got to say, wow. Wow, I was wrong on that one. Wow. Sorry, I was wrong on that. I'm not seeing that. And I would actually forgive it. I would. Cuomo's good at what he does. He's good at how he acts. He tells the stories. And if you're not paying attention tightly, I get how you could be wooed by it. I do. But at one point, don't you have to go, you know what? Huh. Maybe I'm wrong. And that's what I didn't see. And that's what I can't say. That's the part that bothers me is that there's no guys. I was wrong. And if I was wrong, I would tell you I was wrong. I've done it before. I've told you when I'm wrong. I've said it before. And if I had, if I had bought this and look, if I wasn't paying attention, maybe you would, but come on. At one point you got to stop. You just do. Paul says all those celebrities have homes in the States. Yep. And meant most of them actually in other countries also. So they head over to Costa Rica or they head over to whatever they go someplace else. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent true. And some of those people are only born in New York, but don't live here anymore. That too. So hundred percent true. So, guys, before we keep moving on, I want to make sure this is about respect, right? So do me a favor. Take the human respect test. Click that link in the description. Take that test. It's my sponsors, theadvocates.org, right? It is the Advocates for Self-Government. Please take that survey. It is free. It takes about five minutes, give or take. Take the human respect test. They like it. It makes me feel good. It keeps my sponsors happy. You're supporting the show by giving me five minutes by taking that test and then sharing it. Nothing but good. Everyone's happy. But not just that. Like, comment, and share this right now. If you think it's interesting, if you think what I'm talking about makes sense, if you think it's enlightening for some people, share it with other people. Comment so the people can see it. It does matter. If you've got some cash, do me a favor. Support the show. Patreon.com slash Sharpway. If you click the link right now in the description, the link tree link, it will show you all the things we're doing, right? We've got the Sharpway clips up. We've got the, the podcast up. We've got a TikTok out. we got a book coming out. Lots of stuff is happening. Your sponsorship helps to make that happen. So please either do one or two things or both if you can. But if, you, if, you, if you've got the cash, go to patreon.com slash shopway. The link is right in the description. Throw me 10 bucks a month so I can keep doing this. If you're not in a good spot to do that, no worries. Take the human respect test. That's free. And it keeps my sponsors happy. They keep helping me out because you're taking their test and sharing it. So please do that if you don't have the cash. And of course, always, no matter what, like, comment, and share. It matters. The last piece I'll do before I stop bugging you and keep moving on is subscribe to the Sharp Way social media properties. It does matter. If I get canceled online at Sharp, I got to be able to come to Sharp Way. So please help to the YouTube page. Subscribe. If you don't want the the, the uh, notification, fine. Hit anyway. But if you don't want to, fine. Subscribe. It does matter. Follow me on Twitter. It does matter. And of course, like me on Facebook on the Sharpway products. It does matter. Please do that. It's very, very good. It helps tremendously. We'll grab a couple more comments if I can. So um, how do we get the book? Uh, The book book will be coming out in July, probably on my birthday, which is July 12th. We are still working on the book right now, getting it out as best we possibly can, as fast as we possibly can. It is sucking up tons of, of my time. Um, you can go to sharpway.com and click on the book and you will see the actual background of the book right there. Um, 
and it'll be available probably July 12th. So I hope that hopes uh, helps. Justin says, killing grannies and touching fannies the Cuomo way. I am so stealing that, Justin, and probably giving you no credit. But that is so good. At least when you hear it, you'll know that I thought of you. Uh, killing grannies, touching fannies. That's good. Who wrote the forward to you book? I'm trying to get someone still to write the forward. I don't have one yet, but I'm looking for someone specifically to get that I want to write the forward to the book. But I have to have more of the book available for the person to look at and read before they can write an appropriate forward. So that's the issue. I'm still working on that 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 piece if I can. So yes. Um, so you grab a couple more of these. Uh, they were all acting. Yeah, they they kind of were. Um, oh no, Billy Joel, the King of Long Island. I just leave this albums from my phone. I know Billy Joel was on that too. It was, it was, yeah, it was a love fest. But again, all I'm saying here is I actually don't mind if you thought that last year people were worried, they weren't paying attention. Absolutely. But now, what's the excuse now? Why would you think that is now? You would have to change that entire idea, right? You have to change your entire idea. And, and think differently about him now. And it's not the end of the world. You could. What he's done has not been good. The reason why I showed that more than anything was there were two reasons, I think. One, for those of you who think that because someone is in some type of legal trouble or um, scandal, it doesn't mean anymore at all that, that they're now finished. It all depends upon whether they decide to step down or not. If they don't step down, and Cuomo's not about to step down, they just hold on. And this is left or right, by the way. Left or right. They just hold on. Scandals don't matter. We just support the guy because he's not the other, right? Oh, my God, I hate Democrats. I'll support any Republican. Oh, my God, I hate Republicans. I'll support any Democrat. This is not the right answer. There's got to be a better way, and I think there will be a better way. So I hope this was an interesting show. I appreciate the time you guys gave me this evening. Thank you so much for this evening. I will be back on tomorrow. Tomorrow, I will be back on with the Libertarians Drinking Coffee Live at 3 p.m. Eastern. And I'll be on tomorrow on only Sharp Way Social Media with a very st- special piece on feminism. Oh, I just got some of you going crazy. Yes, I'll b- be talking specifically about feminism and what's happening right now in America with feminism tomorrow. Some of you will be going nuts on this, I know. Uh, on the Shopway products at 7 p.m. And tomorrow, 3 p.m., Libertarians drinking coffee live with a congressional candidate from Minnesota. Yes, Minnesota. All right, guys, have a great night. I will see you all very soon.